Welcome to Invisible Talks, where the truth, different perspectives, and stories are discussed with invisible voices. Media outlets vary in using anonymous sources. There's no such thing as off the record, but here on Invisible Talks, all of our stories are off the record. If you're good, put the pieces together. I'm your host, Tyra Elin, recording in the Podcast Town studio. I want to hear your story and perspective to make my life better. I'm tuned in. And I'm back. (laughs) We are back on the Invisible Talks podcast. I come on here every few episodes just to share my thoughts, pose some of my questions and give perspective. As I see life happening around me, I strengthen you by just sharing a piece of me. And so I received this email almost four years ago. And I often go back and read it, just trying to really understand what she was telling me. And it wasn't until I read it this week that I got true understanding. This is what she said. April 6th. Few things please me more than hearing children laugh and seeing the faces of the parents, seeing the children laugh. My heart is overwhelmed and I saw how you guarded us put things into place and didn't hand us off to be handled. Thank you. I love our conversations and how God hands me your heart to massage it. This walk is not a run. It's an awareness that I am never alone, ever. Therefore, there is nothing too big. The scripture says he will not put more on us than we can handle, but we put more on ourselves and get confused and frustrated. Be aware and consult with God in daily decisions. Sometimes we have to say no. Don't respond to every comment, but see the people for who they are, not their words. And as they speak to you, look in their face and ask God for a response. Don't be afraid to let God respond through you because he knows what the person needs. He will speak to them through you. He uses us. I know this is a lot, but this life has nothing to do with us. We let down our guards as children unknowingly, surrendering, and yet walk forward into our day, positioning ourselves all for him. Quiet mornings, clear yesterday, so don't be overwhelmed. I'll see you tomorrow if God allows. Love you and thank you. There are many, many moments where I would reread this and I just had no idea, truly had no idea what she was saying. I thought I knew, but I didn't. And there were a few revelations that came to me this week that I want to point out. The first one is when she said, this walk is not a run. It's an awareness that I am not alone ever. Therefore, there is nothing too big. There have been moments in time where I want people to understand so badly. I want them to see from my perspective and what I'm thinking and what I'm feeling and to give them understanding that it's really not what they think it is. But that's not always the case. People don't always understand my reasoning, my thoughts, or my actions. And being okay with that. Because God is with me always, regardless if people want to be. The second one. This one hit. The scripture says he will not put more on us than we can handle. But we put more on ourselves and get confused and frustrated. I have been there one too many times. Oh, I know God said, or man, I'm so overwhelmed. I'm anxious. I don't know which way to go. 
And when I have been in those situations more recently, I would say through the year of 2022, I would just pause. I would pause on making decisions. I would pause on even really thinking too deeply about the concern and let life happen for a few days so that the Holy Spirit can flow and guide me. And I found almost every time that I took that one little sentence and made it a paragraph of actions and it overwhelmed me because God knew where I was in that moment in time. And I may have known at times, and sometimes I did it, but I still would try to, my ambition would kick in, the flesh of me, the idea of what it would look like and how great and grand it would be. And God is like, but I didn't call you to that. So I have been there and done that. The next piece that stood out was beware consults with God in daily decisions. For so long, I got baptized in 2015 and really started to take God serious then um, in my life and my obedience, my love. And I started to take him serious then. And that's when he really started to refine my character. And I never would necessarily consult God for my daily decisions. I would pray about a thing. And when I saw with my eyes that something was unfolding, I would go the way in which I felt led to go. And at times that is necessary, but I found myself, especially in 2019, really walking in circles because I was doing a lot, but I was doing none of it with God. Anytime I found myself in those spaces or really reflected on moments where I was doing things without God, it may have worked out, but it didn't last long. And so the longevity in my decisions without God is very short. There is no long, (laughs) but when I consult him, I can handle it. The timing is impeccable. Everything seems to work out for his good, even the things that I wasn't planning for. And so that is something that I hold close to me. God has to be my partner in everything. The next one was sometimes we just have to say no. And honestly, I have asked myself over and over. I don't know if I've ever struggled with saying no. (laughs) most of the time I would say no out of my selfish reasons and not wanting to do something but now I think I've just gone got into a place where I just really want to be obedient to God and if that means saying no then I have to and it still may sting me a little bit because there's a level of uncomfortability in it there's a level of you know resistance from the other side but I've gotten a little better at it The next one is don't respond to every comment, but see the people for who they are and not their words. How often (laughs) comments infuriate my inner beings. Um, And I'm sure comments that I make infuriate other people as well. But what I found was the reason I wanted to speak is because I wanted to be right. Or I wanted to have the last word or I want to prove to someone they didn't know enough or they're naive etc. And even if those things are true, (laughs) it's not for me to comment because that's my ego edging God out. That's my arrogance thinking I can see and know everything. And the people who are going about the action or saying the statement don't know a thing. They may not know from my perspective, but it's not for me to judge. So that one is just a correction and a truth, a deep truth. The next one, don't be afraid to let God respond through you because he knows what the person needs. 
I found myself working in the NBA and having these moments of literally I cannot move my feet. I cannot get up until I say this thing. And that used to be so uncomfortable, but the reward was God was able to speak to the person. And so slowly but surely, I broke myself from the boundary that I was creating and allowed God to use me. And the best part was, you know, God chose to use me. (laughs) He chose to use me. He entrusted me with a moment in time to speak to his children. And that right there is just, is a priceless moment because I'm so unworthy of so many different things because of my heart posture at times, because of my attitude at times. Yet God still does whatever he wants to do through me and even for me. Talk about grace and mercy, right? The next piece, I literally only highlighted the end. Life has nothing to do with us. We let all of our guards down as children unknowingly surrendered and yet walk forward in our day. If I could renew my mind to embrace that every day, how much more free I would be in my mind. If I understood that it's really not about me every single second. I don't care if I'm at 90% right now. I need 100% of understanding that it is not about me or what I want to do. Or who I want to correct. It's about what God wants to do and who he wants to correct. So that I'm walking in alignment. And therefore then when I'm in a space where people reject the message. I understand that they're only rejecting the father and not me. And I don't take it personal. I understand that I need to be childlike. That DMX quote has been reigning true in my life for the last few weeks. And I had it as a screensaver for a moment. Trust people to be themselves. Trust people to be themselves. Trust people to be themselves. For some reason, we feel that people need to change because we see something wrong in their character. They need to change because that's not right. But DMX was like, "Eh, y'all got it wrong. Let me tell y'all, y'all got it wrong. I'm actually going to find the quote because to me, it was so powerful when I heard it in the interview. He said, always trust everyone to be themselves, but trust in the fact that you can see them well. Always trust everyone to be themselves, but trust in the fact that you can see them well. And when I think of that quote, I think about letting my guards down as a child unknowingly and surrendering and just walking in my day because it's so easy to pick up someone else's mess and feel offense or unforgiveness or not want to be around a person. But if I'm childlike, how many times do I fuss at my girls and they come back and still give me a hug and a kiss? Even if they cry on the back on my back because they thought they were about to get a whooping or they got yelled at, they still come back and they embrace me. If I could just do that to the people around me who God has placed in my life, not the people that I'm chasing, but the people that God has placed in my life. Wow, the burden. It feels a lot lighter. And I don't even I shouldn't even say burden. But the spaces and the interactions, just they just feel lighter. Trust people to be themselves and trust that you will see them well. And lastly, but not least, quiet mornings clear yesterday. There's a deep truth about that. I wake up early in the morning to have quiet mornings. I'm a mother, I'm a wife, a business owner, 
there are so many different things that run through my mind throughout the day. And I start with quiet mornings. I call them my, my five wins for the day. I wake up, the word of God, working out, work, and worship. And when I say worship, it's just not always playing music. Music may be a part of it. But worship is whatever the Father asks me to do because I do it in worship of Him. However, the Father calls me to serve man because there are times where worship is towards man and it's for the good of God and not in the idle form. These five W's allow me to be quiet in the morning and to really receive so that everything that's running over in me, I can pour out throughout the day and then refill. I'll close with this. I didn't always have a voice, meaning I didn't always feel like I could say things or speak to my personal truths or my experiences. And when I didn't, I wrote, I journaled. I have journals over the last few years and I read them and they are always right on time. And I say that for anyone who's listening right now who feels like they're in a box, they feel bound, they feel like they're stuck. They feel like they really have no outlet. Just begin to write because the revelations come over time. I truly believe life reveals itself. And sometimes I am trying to figure it all out in one day. I am trying to put the master plan together. And what I've found is purpose is the journey. It's a journey. Today, I don't, I have an idea of what area I'm called to do, but that may only be for a season. That may only be for five to 10 years. It's not forever. And there was so, I felt like I was putting so much pressure on myself. Purpose, live a life of purpose, move in purpose, purpose, purpose. And now I'm like, it's a journey. And every decision that I make, I just have to remember to consult with God and it works itself out. I cannot be overly consumed to figure out the major so that it aligns with my purpose, to figure out the next best job so that it aligns with my purpose. I just have to seek the Father and trust that I hear his voice and a stranger's voice I will not follow. Yes, I'm making it all sound easy, but it's a journey. And the mistakes that I've made, I come on here and try to share with you all. And I encourage everyone around me to come on here and share with you all as well. Because someone's in a similar situation. And every episode is recorded with you in mind to encourage you and to strengthen you. And understand that life is perspective, is two-sided. Don't get stuck on one side. Until next time. That's all we've got for today's episode here at Podcast Town Studio. These stories, they connect us. The ultimate question, what was the journey like to freedom? Wait, freedom is agreeing to disagree, different perspectives, healing from within, all because life and legacy are complex. We see people everywhere, but do we really see them? Their thoughts, griefs, pain or struggles? To be strong is to heal. If your heart is broken, you'll find God right there. If you're kicked in the gut, he will help you catch your breath. Remember to breathe. You're stronger than you think. Make sure you stay connected by following us on Facebook and Instagram at Invisible Talks Podcast. Until next time, I'm your host, Tyra Elam.